Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of Blurdy Thoughts with Choco, a bite-sized show where we take some time to appreciate the characters that bring some of our favorite manga, light novel, anime, and video game stories to life. This show is strictly for appreciation and some light conversation on characters that we all love or even hate. I will do my best to avoid any spoilers as most of the series I cover were more likely read and not watched. I will always go for the source material, y'all. It is still so hot here. I need fall weather. I live in Florida and we don't really get winter. We barely get brown leaves and cold days. It's my favorite time of the year and I barely get a taste of it, especially last year. The leaves didn't even change color last year. Anyway... Today's episode features the first video game character of the show thus far. I get the feeling she'll be the first character everybody's gonna wanna bash. It was not the first visual novel I played. In fact, I avoided this game because I didn't want to play it because it was so popular. I do that sometimes. If it's super popular, it makes me not want to engage with it. Of course, I eventually did get to it and I loved it. It was a good game for music, story, gameplay, and especially characters. Let's talk Kazutaka Kodaka's Toko Fukawa from Danganronpa. Alrighty, today we are looking at Miss Toko Fukawa. She finds herself caught up in a death game along with 15 other students who have been locked in a school for ultimates. Basically gifted or really, really talented students. Known as Hope's Peak Academy. Their every move is watched by a sadistic bear and the mysterious mastermind behind the game. Tensions run high, but that doesn't stop the students from trying to build relationships and trust each other. Toko's ultimate talent is a writing prodigy. She is called the ultimate writing prodigy. Despite her age, she wrote a gripping romance that had sailors sitting at number one on the hottest man list. Toko herself has a severe inferiority complex that makes her both lash out at others and fold in her imaginary relationship with the affluent progenies present in their group. He is so mean to her, but she's into it. Couldn't be me, but okay. Danganronpa has been adapted into several different media outside of the original video game. There's a manga and anime as well. Toko has a total of two different voice actresses, which are Amanda Celine Miller and Carlene Mosier, but one dedicated voice actress in the original Japanese in Miyuki Sawashiro. Toko Fukawa. I will admit she was very annoying with the self-deprecating talk. She was so ready to defend herself whenever she felt threatened and it didn't have to be an actually life-threatening situation. It could be as simple as someone with a little more curve to her body and she'd call her everything but a child of God. Just absolutely go in on her looks, personality, all while calling out the source of her own insecurities. I'm pretty sure she was bullied. I get a bullied vibe from her. That or she just has some serious self-confident issues. For someone so talented, it's sad to see her not care for herself. Like, care for or care about herself. I mean, I think she had an inferiority complex before, but bullying may have exacerbated it. 
Maybe she even started degrading herself to try to make her bullies less interested in doing it. Self-preservation makes us do some weird things. Anyhow, Toko is another character I vibe with to a point. I was not with her complaining about not being asked to go with any of the groups despite not asking herself. There was a time when they were going to investigate and everybody teamed up and then she came back. When everybody came back, she was like, oh, y'all didn't invite me. So they were like, well, how could we have known you even wanted to go with us if you didn't say anything? And it's like she was trying to blame them for her being left behind when, girl, you didn't say nothing. You didn't come up and say, can I go with you? She didn't, she didn't acknowledge her own inaction. And that was, that was super annoying. Cause sometimes I felt like that was me, but I had to get out of that. Cause that was, that's not a good place to be. That's not a good thing to do. Like, why are you complaining about something that no one would have known, girl? Like, how could they have known that you wanted to go with them? When she was probably standing in the corner um, with her hands together or just standing there like staring at them from afar. Again, that's me. That's me. But there are times, there are times where it's fine where I want to be, you know, kind of left alone. But at the same time, if my want to not be left alone, especially in their situation, I wouldn't have been left alone. I would have been sticking to somebody. Sticking to somebody or in my room. There ain't no way I would have been left out here by myself. My shyness gets absolutely trumped by survival. Absolutely. Like, she had been being pretty rude since the beginning too. So I'm not surprised that no one just walked up to her. But considering the situation, I'm sure they wouldn't have turned her away. Even though, you know, she's been being an absolute jerk this entire time. It's so annoying listening to people openly complain about things that they can do to change. For me, that's personally a pet peeve of mine. Is you gonna, like... Is you finna get up and change it? You gonna get up and do something about it? If not, then stop complaining about it. I, I'm all for hearing people out. But if I'm hearing you complain about the same things while seeing you not changing that, while seeing you not make no moves to change anything, I'm gonna start tuning you out. I mean, you can come talk to me, but I'm not actively listening to you anymore. Cause I'm not gonna shut you down. But you'll notice that I'm not being as attentive I'm not giving you as much feedback because we don't talk about this like 10 times. When are you going to change this? I can't help you. You have to be tired of this thing. You have to be tired of doing it. You have to be tired of going through it before you can change it. So, I mean, talk to me, but you'll be talking at me more so than to me at some point because that's so aggravating. That is so aggravating. The only things I vibe with her on is the fact that she's an author. I do have a book on Amazon, but that was like six years ago, and the sequel isn't even out of the first draft yet. Y'all, I just be taking on so many projects at one time. It's crazy. That's why I say I'm a writer and not an author. I'm not consistent, and that's why I can't quit my day job. Y'all, that's 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 why. You know, but when it when that sequel does come out, we trust I will be posting. I will be I'll be sharing it all over the place. The other thing being how shy she is. I mean, I'm working on it. And in some situations where I have to constantly be in front of people, I can work through it. And most people wouldn't even know I was shy or socially awkward, but I am still very much shy. I had a position like that at work where I had to train people. And so I ended up 
the center of attention for like a group of like six to eight people. Like they all had to look at me and focus me. And that was like really nerve wracking for me. But after doing it for a while, it was fine just meeting strangers and and it was an issue for me. I could just chit chat. The nerves were pretty much gone. I knew what I was going to say. I knew what I was doing. You know, I could answer pretty much any question that they asked. If I couldn't answer it, like I knew where they could go to get their answers. Like once you've done it, the nervousness goes away. And that's the important part, being able to work through it and get through it. After that, Toko and I diverge. I will say that it's always refreshing to see a pervy girl or woman character. There are so many pervy boys and men characters, but I feel like pervy women and girls are few and far in between. If you know an anime or manga with an enjoyable pervy female character, not gross or disgusting or like she doing too much, but like pervy without every word that comes out of her mouth being gross, you know, hit me up, hit me up on Twitter. Um, like I said, I'm still working on some other things, but hit me up on Twitter, like share that if you know an anime with a pervy female character who's actually enjoyable, hit me up, let me know. They make things so much more interesting. So, what archetypes does Toko Fukawa embody? For sure she is a groupie, someone who hangs around a band or a specific person, namely Byakuya Togami. Now, I was contemplating the scapegoat archetype for her as well, but it was more a setup than a scapegoat type of situation, so I don't think I can give that to her. Um, I don't think she fits any of the archetypes on the list either. So we'll just sit with groupie for her. That's the only one that I'm, I'm set on that she does fit the groupie archetype. I'm sure she fits several anime tropes though. I'm sure she fits a whole bunch of them. Alrighty, for Miss Toko, this time I'm leaning towards hate. There were certain parts of her character that I liked, but none of it was her personality. If it's defensive, sure, I'll take that, but it's just too much to constantly deal with. Her time has come and gone, but if this is real, let me know. But I wish I could have seen her heal. She is obviously dealing with a lot, and I think bullying may have been the cause until she reached Hope's Peak. It was addressed in the second game. Now, once your memories are erased, you become a different person. The person you were before gaining those memories and experiences. She was in group pictures and such, so she must have been able to handle things better at Hope's Peak. But the way she appears in the game, you couldn't imagine it, right? Like, she's harsh, she's brash, she's, she's like, really mean and actually kind of toxic in a way. Like, I couldn't imagine that person walking into a group of people to take a group photo, let alone wanting to take a group photo with that group of people. So I'm thinking it's likely due to her memories being erased. Ultra Despair Girls was probably her redemption arc. I think a lot of people didn't care for Toko and that's part of the reason why they used her for that game, I think. Because it was it was a great arc for her in that game. Game made me actually like her more. That's all I have to say about Miss Toko Fukawa. Although she isn't a favorite, I wanted to talk about her for a bit. This is really fun so far, and I hope to be able to keep doing this for a while. I'm trying to future-proof this for myself. 
my backlogging episodes since these are so short. I want two episodes a week to be the normal here and I have plenty of materials considering what I plan to cover but I'm honestly not up on newer anime. I watch what I want and being up to date isn't something I usually care about. If I do, I try to wait for all the episodes to come out before watching it. If you all want to send me newer anime suggestions, hit me up on Twitter at ChocoVixie. I'm going to have some other ways to get in contact with me, so look out for that once I get those up and running and moving. But, um, alright y'all. Until next time, I hope you all have a nice day, evening, or night, whenever you're listening, and I will catch you all later. Bye-bye now.